It's time to pick up the phone. Answer that call. This call is your calling and you can't hide from it or ignore it. That passion you have to help people and make a difference isn't going anywhere. You deserve to get paid and paid well doing work you love and changing lives. Everything in your life has led you here. And now we're here to help you figure out how to make your destiny your reality. Welcome to Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast hosted by Inner Glow Circle. IGC is an internationally accredited life coaching school created to take your existing professional skills paired with your life experience and turn it into a six-figure coaching business. We've trained thousands of successful coaches and now it's your turn. Let's get focused, get real, and get you six-figure certified. Welcome back to another episode of Six Figure Certified Coach, the podcast. I'm your host, Liv Chapman, and today we have someone very near and dear to my heart who I honestly can't believe hasn't been on the podcast yet, probably because we keep her busier than anyone. Forgive us. Uh, We are joined today by the IGC Director of Programs and Director of Training, Charisma DeKaira. Hello, everyone. Do you have a new last name now that you recently got married? What I are we do. Going my, my new last name is Flowers. What? Charisma Flowers. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to start using that? Yeah, we are going to start using it. I have oh, to change over everything, but absolutely we will. Well, I'm so glad you're here finally. And if you're in the IGC community, you probably know Charisma way more than you even know me or anyone else in the space at the time. She's really the head of everything coach training, which of course we talk about every week on the podcast. And I would say you're kind of like the mother to all of our students in many ways. You know, I remember before, I think you said that I was like the mother. And then it wasn't until I went to the leader advisory retreat that I like got like super emotional. I think I even get emotional talking about it right now, but super emotional just by looking at like all of the women that have come into the space, seeing where they are, remembering where they were when they first got here. And I was like, I feel like a proud mom. Like I really did. Well, your job really from the moment someone enrolls in coach training is to really usher them into their next level. And then you, I mean, you're their person throughout the whole process. So And then you go to Leaders Rising, which is level two, and you see all, you're like, I have literally worked with every single woman in this room. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Work with all of them, seen, I mean, just, I think that when I was at the retreat, I just kept seeing like all the possibilities of like remembering where they were when they came, remembering their fears and now seeing them like step into those things, seeing them. It's not even a thing for them anymore. Like some of it, I was like, wow, like I remember when you know, so-and-so was scared to do X, Y, and Z. And like, look at her now. Like, that's not even a thing that's for her anymore. And you just see possibility. Like, it's just, being in this role, you do see like the possibilities. And I think that's like one of the most beautiful things that you can see for people. And just even for yourself, like, wow, like people really do shift, change with the right support and the right people around them. Like anything is truly possible. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that all of our students have you around them because I know you're a huge support to them. And I also, you're of course a huge support to me in so many ways. And I was just thinking about this before we got on. I'm like, wait, how, I, cause I feel like you've just been here forever now, which I know isn't true, but like, I mean, you started your journey into coaching in what, 2018, 2019? I started in 2019. I okay. actually, um, so 
I joined, I, I was interested in becoming a coach and I was like, I wasn't sure like what it took and all of that, you know, background, you know, social work, doing some therapy things. And then Brahinda told me about IGC and I'm like, okay, but she didn't even go into great detail. She was like, I just see the space. I think you'll be amazing at it. You should go check it out. And for some reason I was like, I just need to check this space out. So at first I just joined the mastermind. Well, at the time it was the mastermind. Yeah. I remember that. So I joined the mastermind. I was just a mastermind, being the mastermind, being a part of the circle, being able to see what people were doing. Well, it wasn't the circle then, but it's the circle now. Yeah. Um, but being able to see like how coaches were doing and being able to be a part of those conversations. And I just felt like there was so much happening in IGC. And I kept saying, like, these women are amazing and they have something that I just did not have. And I was like, oh, okay. So I get the therapy side. I get all of that. But there is a key part of this that is missing that I need to have and that's when I was like, okay, what, what's next? Then a scholarship yeah. became available and became a student. Yeah. So before IGC, you were doing what exactly? Because I know a lot of people listening are like doing something else and thinking about coaching. And mm -hmm. I feel like it always like hits home for people to hear like life before coaching. Yeah. So life before coaching, I actually, at the time, I was studying at a, as a career specialist for high schoolers doing in my opinion, it was like career coaching, right? So I'm preparing yeah. them for um, high earned internships. So for people, young people within the city of Detroit. So preparing them for like these high earned internships and really making sure they're mastering their skills and all of that. So that's what I was doing right before coach training, along with like a mindfulness business that me and one of my best friends had started just to kind of feel into that social work piece. So we were traveling to different universities and doing like, you know, uh, talks and stuff with students who had been in the school of social work and kind. So it was like full circle. So I was doing both of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you joined the mastermind, which was like our monthly membership, which is now called the circle. And everyone who goes through any course in IGC has access to, and there's like weekly open coaching calls and so on. So you get immersed in this world mm -hmm. and then the scholarship comes around and you're like, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had a, so I had a conversation with my coach and I was like, the scholarship is available. Of course, there were so many like flutters and feels that come up in your stomach. Cause you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I applied for the scholarship and then I received the scholarship and you know, everyone wants a full scholarship, but everyone <laughs> can't have a full and I ended up being a partial scholarship recipient. And I was like, okay, I promised myself that if I received the scholarship, that that was my ticket in. But when you say that to yourself and then your ticket is not a full ride, then that's a whole nother conversation. And mm -hmm. so I was like, do I take it? Do I not take it? And my coach was like, it's not about not having the money. It's about where can you find it? And that like, oh, Got it. And so just like pairing with IGC and talking with, you know, the people that were in the space at the time, I think it was like Shannon Whaley at the time. I talked with her and having certain conversations, it became possible for me just through, you guys helped me so much. I would say that like when I was signing up, it was like, how can we get her through the door? So I really did appreciate, you know, that ushering in. Yeah. Well, I'm happy you shared that. And also when it comes to the scholarships, because I we've actually looked back at years of doing the scholarships now and I know you've you pretty much run them now so you know more than I do but our most successful scholarship recipients have been partial and half scholarship recipients mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we don't know necessarily why I mean I think we know like we I can say I think we it's do about know. the person but I also I wonder this like is it about 
making some financial investment in yourself that pushes you a little bit further than say having a full scholarship? I would say for me, I, yeah. I just, just the way that I was set up at that time in my life. Um, I feel like the universe would have blessed me with a full, the, the skin wasn't, it wouldn't have been the same, but the fact that like I got that partial and I was making a, I saw the sacrifice of paying for my tuition every month and my investment. And I'm realizing like, this has to work. Like, even yeah. when it felt like it wasn't working, it has to work. And it always yeah. works though. When you like make up your mind that it has to work. Right. And I know you walk dozens of women through the same exact conversation yes. multiple times a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love it because it's like that, you know, this to be true because it was your own personal experience too. Definitely was my own personal experience. And I often think about too, if I didn't have the right people in place to really push me, what would have happened if I didn't? Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine not having you as our training director or in my life. Like I literally can't even imagine it. Yeah. I, I always, I, I'm, I'm like, I think I was talking to Kendall about this and I was like, well, what would we be doing right now? I was like, I don't know. Like, what would you be doing? It's like, I don't know. Like I've been, a, like, once you come to the community, you, you really want to stay in the community because of like the space and what we curate here in IGC. And I think it's important that, or really special that you, I get to be a part of that. So Absolutely. Yeah, you get to be a pretty big, important <laughs> part of that. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, okay, so you joined, you got, you did coach training. <laughs> and I do remember because when we do the open house, we shared this video of you talking about yourself. And you're like, well, I just knew when I got in, I was never going to leave or I was going to stay as long as they'd let me. So when you took over the role of training director, it's got to be what two two years ago, more yeah. than that now. Twenty twenty one September. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So it's just been over two years. Mm -hmm. What inspired you to you know decide to grow with IGC? I mean, I remember when we lost Kelly as our training director because she was moving uh, to Europe to get her doctorate, yeah. and. I remember her bringing your name up as like who she wanted to take her place. And I was like, Oh my God. Like to me, I was like, this is a miracle. But like for you, what got you to that place? Uh, I would say for me, when I first watched or when I first looked at the website of IGC and I looked at, I looked at over everything before you even become a student, before you even joining the mastermind, I said to myself, like, I'm going to join this place. I'm going to become a trainer with them. Like that was my goal. Like I, mm -hmm. I said that in the beginning. And so when, you know, fast forward going through and the opportunity presented itself, I was like, I just had a goal of becoming the uh, uh, trainer. I never <laughs> thought about like, you know, running the whole training, you know, department. And I asked myself like, you know, First, it was like, can you even step up to the plate, right? But then I also thought, like, this is the universe giving me something that more than what I asked for, and what better ride? I mean, I've loved this space. I've been in this space, so I'm, I want to take the ride and see, like, what happens. I guess, like, just what happens if I do. Like, let's jump in. Yeah. Well, it's like one of those things where it's like you ask for a sign or you ask God or the universe. And I know we're God people, so we'll just go with God today. But, like, you ask God for something, and then – he over delivers and you're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is great. This is more than what I asked for. And I think Kelly too, um, just, I, I absolutely love Kelly, but just to yeah. talk about like, you know, how 
I feel like she was like setting me up for this and I didn't even know it, but like she pushed me a lot. Like sometimes, you know, she pushed me way out of my comfort zone to get certain things done. And every time she did, like I would rise to the occasion. So I felt like this was just one of those other things of like, she's pushed me to, you know, when I was getting my PCC, she's like, oh no, you can get those hours faster. And I'm like, I don't know if I can get those hours faster than when I'm getting them. But I did. And it was just one more thing of like, I've risen to the occasion she's been able to put me in spaces or help me get into spaces that I felt like I don't know yet. So this is just another one of those things. And I've I've grown a lot since I've been in this role, like a whole bunch, like personally, professionally, like I've learned a lot about myself and it's it's been like a gift that keeps giving as far as like being able to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I also want to go into like, I, have witnessed and been somewhat of a part of, but I would say much more you because, okay, I, I was laughing when we were at our last uh, IGC event, you asked me something and you go, never mind, Liv, I just know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, that's your department. You decide. <laughs> but I will say I am like that in IGC. Like if it's your department, I'm like, you tell me what you think first and then I'll chime in after, right? Like your department, you're the expert. And I know sometimes that can be frustrating, but I also think it's a testament to my level of trust in you. And also just you're in the space with our students so much more. So if you tell me they need something, I don't even question it, right? I'm just like, okay, we'll do it. We, we make it happen. But I will say in the last two years, you have made so many improvements and you've added so much to the program. And I know I didn't prep you for this question whatsoever, but looking back, like, what do you think some of the greater, you know, changes or value adds that you've brought to coach training have been? Ooh, this is a good question. Um, (laughs) Let me see. What are the greater things that I've brought to coach training? Well, I I think the first thing that pops in my head was just, and and you reminded me of this. I want to say first is that, you know, you, you, you continue to go about doing things. You don't remember what you've done. So I think one of the bigger things was talking about adding additional things to the training program. So that was like the NLP. It wasn't me who brought it, but it was just like, hey, we have this thing and how can we create this and bring it into the space? So I would say that. Um, yeah. So just, so the NLP certification is an extension certification that is run by Kalia Jones, who is an NLP practitioner. And she offers this course now twice a year. The next one's coming up in December. So if you're listening to this and you want to add an NLP certification to your business, you can join the waitlist interglowcircle.com slash NLP, but you're right. You listen to the needs of our students and then you say, who can we bring in or what can we bring in to fill that gap? Yes. And that's been a huge success in mm-hmm. IGC. Yeah. You took it too, didn't you? you I did take it. <laughs> I took it and it was absolutely amazing. Like I learned a lot in the NLP stuff that we did in there. It was like things I can do for myself. So help, you know, self-processing and self-coaching, but then also too, yeah. like being able to use with individuals, groups. So, I mean, it's just, again, it's like a gift and it keeps on like this. There's, it's, the stuff that we got out of that program was way more that I feel like than what Kalia knew that she was going to be giving, if that makes sense. Like she's oversold if, if like, if yeah. I'm honest. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember reviewing the curriculum mm-hmm. before because she said, you want to look this over to make, and I'm like, yeah, but I guess somebody should look it over. I guess that's me. And I was like, Kalia, like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it, 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 it is a beautiful course. I love the way that she delivers it and everything. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And 
Well, I, I don't know if you have more, but I also know of one that you brought or improved in IGC. What's that? The mentor coaching program. I was going to say that next. Yes. Yes. I love Yeah. So share a little bit about that. So, well, first, when I came into coach training, mentor coaching was something that we did. You were assigned your mentor coach and then you had done like groups. So we moved it from like the group aspect to doing more one-on-ones. I yes. feel like for the mentor coaching thing, when I was coming in, I had really had hopes of working with a certain person. And so I remember being that student of like, please let them let, let me get this mentor coach. And so when I came in, I thought it was very important that, you know, students are able to really connect with their mentor coach and be able to uh, pick who they chose to work with. And so that was the first thing that I really wanted to make sure people were able to do. But then we had another aspect of instead of just working with one person, why don't you work with more than one person? And so now we allow our students to, you know, have consultations with every mentor coach if they, you know, decide that they may want to work with and then be able to work with two people to get more of an uh, idea of, you know, one coaching skill and, you know, how different people coach to help them with their own coaching. But then they have that more connection and they get the expertise of many other people. They get it in class, but it's different too when you're able to meet one-on-one with someone and be able oh, yeah. to, you know, pick their brains and all of that. And I've really seen that students really love being able to choose between, you know, having multiple people to support them. Well, and, and I think one of the things that when you were originally presented resetting it up like this or reestablishing the program in this way was like when we go to hire a coach in real life quote unquote Mm -hmm. we're not assigned a coach we go out and we talk to people and maybe we interview them or we connect with them and see if it feels like a good fit so truly being able to allow our students to find the right mentor for them and we have a beautiful group of mentor coaches on the IGC team now who specialize in different things like executive coaching or corporate coaching or, you know, more on the marketing and business side or more on the life coaching side. And you can kind of create your own experience and find the right fit for you. And I think allowing our students to do that too, just gives them more ownership over their process and the relationship, which we know is a requirement of productive coaching. It is. And it also takes them through the same process that they're asking their clients to go through. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that we, I mean, you have done this again and again and making so many like small but mighty and some bigger changes to the curriculum and how the information is delivered to our students. But one of the things that we try to do in IGC and all that we do is really, I guess it's kinesthetic learning, but it's like having our students go through exactly what they will go through as a coaching as a coach and as a coaching business owner. Mm -hmm. So anytime we can model that practice in class, like even in the role play, it's like mess up in class, Mm -hmm. mess up in the training program itself. So that when you go out and do this for money or in business or in the real world, not that coaching isn't the real world, but whatever, (laughs) you don't mess up. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have, and the level of commitment and love and trust that it takes for you to create this container where women actually feel safe to mess up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Yeah. How do you do that? Do you even know? <laughs> like it's just me. It's my aura. <laughs> I feel like, so 
one, I do think that IDC just breeds just different type of coaches, if I'm honest, like being able to be a part of the community first, right? And I think we were strategic about this in a way that we even bring people into the space, but yeah. being able to be a part of the community first and learning about it and then coming in, already having that and being like, okay, like what spin can you add? I think that one thing that I've noticed is just by you being, we can be authentically ourselves in this space. And I think by having that authenticity and being able to do that and also sharing certain things in class and with your students and having that connection allows for them to feel like they can mess up because they're not being judged here. Like this is the space, right? And we're going to hold you. You're going to do that. And we're going to tell you, okay, great job. Here's how we can improve in that area. So I think it's just creating that judgment-free space that IGC already has. Like you really come and be who you are and you're celebrated for that. Yeah. I think that's probably a lot of it too is... I mean, as a company, we've always been committed to like acknowledgement and celebration, but you do that from the moment they enter, right? Like we do that from even an admissions call, like acknowledging everything that, I mean, I'm just going to say it, but like most people that come to coaching usually come because something has happened, whether it's good or bad, like a bad experience at a job, the loss of someone in their life. Or a beautiful experience like having a baby and now wanting to work for themselves and be home or moving. and But usually something is the catalyst. And I would say, you know, even in working so much with our sales team or admissions team, acknowledging all of it is something that happens from the moment you interact with anyone in IGC. And I think you bring that into the classroom so well. Like, even when people, I mean, role-playing still makes me uncomfortable, right? Even though we do it all the time, but when you give people this space and even if they get it wrong or have areas of improvement, we're always building in that acknowledgement first, even just for volunteering. And I think it just sets this tone of acceptance that I personally haven't felt mostly anywhere else in my life. Mm -mm. Yeah. I mean, everything that you said, like, it's funny role play because that is a big thing. I remember when I first had to do role play and I was like, oh my goodness, in front of all these people. And mm-hmm. then I did it and my client ended up getting like this crazy wild breakthrough. And I was like, oh, like this is a thing. So like, I remember the the, the feelings that people get, but I do think that role play is a, a big part of us breaking down that, that, um, that fear that you may have even yeah. just going out into the world and being able to do coaching just in general, because you're doing yeah. it with all these people. And you are being celebrated and you are being acknowledged. And it also allows you to know like you're doing well because a lot of people overthink role play and then they're thinking they're not going to do good. And I always say like most people do way better than what they think they're, they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're new again, I'm just, I know if you're from IGC, you know exactly what we're talking about. But if you're kind of on the outside looking in or wondering like role play is something that we do in every live class, like all of our coach training courses are taught live. And I think if I think about myself, looking back like 10 years ago, I think that if I knew everything was live and on camera, I would be a little bit hesitant to join because I was not confident at all. But if you are going to, you know, make the commitment to become a coach and change your life, like the, the key to that success is getting extremely uncomfortable in a safe place first, because I believe that obviously through your support and just the whole curriculum and the design of the program, 
our students are super successful, but I also think that they're super successful because we make sure that they're really great coaches. So they don't have to go finish training and like wonder if they're any good. Yeah. 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 Like if you know you're great at what you do, you really become pretty unstoppable. And I think it's the best marketing ever to be really great at what you do because especially in the online world, like, and I know we've talked about this over the years, but there's scammers out there. They may be great at marketing, but then they don't deliver a good product. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you may have a slower runway or a slower start if you're not an amazing marketer or an amazing salesperson, but you're an amazing coach. But the longevity possible inside of your business when you're great at what you do, I don't think any ad spend can outweigh that. You can't. Because confidence is half the battle. I mean, like, if yeah. we're really honest, like, if you if you are confident and you believe in what you're going to do, you're going to do it. You're going to show up. You're going to continue to show up. So I think when we talk in class and we talk about, I know, like, maybe class two, we go over the concepts and everything. We're talking about, like, embodying a coaching mindset. I stress that when I'm in that class and I make sure the trainers stress that more than anything because I think that that is like the key like coaching is not something that you just do I mean it's something that you have to embody in your lifestyle too and the more that you do that the more that you are taking in what you're giving out to people it just it becomes a a flow and when you find that flow and you have that confidence behind yourself like you are unstoppable because you understand like the power like once you understand the power of coaching and how it transforms and changes things you will start shouting from the rooftops. I mean, anybody that you meet, you're going to say you're a coach because you understand the transformation, but you have to be in it. You have to embody it too. Yeah. And I think you just model that so well. Like, I don't know how many people over the years have just been like, Charisma's energy is just, <laughs> I feel so good with her. I don't want to, I mean, people like literally don't want to leave you. They don't want to leave coach training. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I mean, but now they can stay like yeah. you can stay in the circle forever if you go through coach training, but you do such a great job of being that coach. And I even look to you mother to mother and I'm like, she's so chill all the time. Like you're, you embody it in, in everything that you do. And it's really beautiful to witness. And also I would say it's inspiring mm-hmm. uh, for me because I'm like, gosh, like just being in space with you, like physically too, mm-hmm. I'm like blown away don't make me cry on here Liv (laughs) I've only made one person cry so far this season I'll try not to we can cry together at our next retreat yeah I mean I feel the same about you too I think that's a beautiful thing in IGC is like when I came in as a student and I and I remember feeling like I'm a new mom I'm breastfeeding I'm doing all this but like the trainers made me feel so comfortable that like Literally, I could be on camera breastfeeding the baby. I mean, everything. I remember my first mentor coaching call with Kelly when we were doing Leaders Rising. And it was like late and the baby was like whining and he wanted to like breastfeed, but also look in the camera like a little weirdo. I don't know why, but he wanted <laughs> he had like this thing where he wanted to see people, but he also wanted to feed. And he was probably like maybe, maybe one and a half by that time too. And I was so embarrassed. And Kelly was like, what are you embarrassed about? Like, just show up. And I think by being in this space and seeing women show up, all different types of ways, right? From all different walks mm-hmm. of life and being encouraged to do that. That was the first space I felt like me being a mom was like, it's okay to show up fully in that role and yeah. not be judged for it. And then you have people like yourself who is 
the boss running stuff and you have children too and you have two children and I'm Mm -hmm. like okay this is doable so I think the one thing too that I love and I think I do a really good job at is trying to make sure that in our training team that there is diversity and that someone can see themselves in the people that are training that is a big thing for me from all different walks of life because we have to see it in order to feel like it's possible for us Yeah. Well, and that's another thing I feel like you supported the shift of in not just one trainer is assigned to one class of students, but Mm -hmm. this making it so, so I don't even know how many people between one-on-one coaches, mentor coaches and trainers that you manage right now. It's got to be like a dozen. Yeah. 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 The one-on-one coach. Yeah. 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 So we have these coaches who serve either as you know, they lead calls in the circle, which are open coaching calls, or they lead coach training if they're ICF credentialed or ICF credentialed, or they offer one-on-one coaching inside of IGC. And the mix of women from different backgrounds, we have women who are moms, women who are single moms, women who are married, women who have left corporate, women who have come from helping careers or specialize in different things. And, you know, you just really cover this full spectrum of things where, it's nearly impossible for one of our students to not say, Hey, I see myself in that woman. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think the hard part is funny because I just got off a call with one of our newer students the other day. And she was basically like, I want this person as my mentor coach. I want that person as my mentor coach, but I also want to coach with so-and-so. And I laughed and she's like, what's funny. And I was like, cause this is what I want. I want people to come into a space, see most people they want to work with and feel like they want to have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And this person specializes in this. So I was like, we're doing our job. Like, thank you for the confirmation. Yeah. Well, and you can tell that we're we're doing our job when like our students are having a really great experience. And again, like I give all of the credit to you for creating that space through everything that you do, just, you know, by onboarding them, by teaching them, by improving the curriculum, and also by the team that you really have helped create and build and support on a regular basis. And I think it's just your leadership has brought such a new dynamic and a just an overall high level experience. And Gosh, I just literally don't know what I would do without you. <laughs> you I don't know what our students would do. <laughs> I mean, I think when I when I say like at the beginning, I was like, I grew a lot in this is because like you trust me so much. And sometimes I'm like, why does she trust me this much? That like I, I like, why does she trust me this much? But you trust me so much when it comes to like making decisions that I've literally had to like learn how to trust my own voice, right? Mm-hmm. And being like, okay, like live trust you in this. And right, you let me backtrack and say like you can trust yourself but you never know what next level you have to have when until you get to that point so I did trust myself but I've had to learn like oh there's another level of trusting yourself when it comes to certain things and so by being in this role and you trusting me so much I'm being like okay Liv what do you think of this you're like you know what here's what I think but what do you think this is your department make the decision and I'm like okay well if I make the decision this goes for everyone so I literally have to tune in so 
growing in leadership and how to like, you know, manage people, a, a lot of people at one time, but trusting yourself and then also tuning into yourself. All the things that we talk about in coaching, as far as like you're trusting your intuition and, you know, really getting curious and all of that stuff. I feel like I've grown even more in that in my leadership, which has made me an even better coach because I'm yeah. like, okay, now it's like next level. So again, that embodiment and what we do with our students, I feel like from the time they come through the door, we're helping them learn what to do with their clients mm-hmm. it's the same thing that happens in your role too in, in coaching <laughs> like yeah. in your role, it's the same thing well that's why when we were like talking about you know specialties inside of IGC and I'm like charisma you were like the new coach specialist like you have this way just exactly how you did in our role it's like you are you take a new coach a woman who says you know I want to start my coaching business and instead of telling them exactly what to do Mm-hmm. You're kind of doing what I did to you. And I would say what Katie did to me was saying like, you, I first see you as the expert. Mm-hmm. I want to know everything that you think first. And now let's figure out how to package that into a business. Let's figure out a way to make the real you shine through in your offers and your services and your marketing and how you set up your business. And I think also bringing in the mom dynamic, you and I have to get creative all the time. <laughs> with business, right? Were we not just texting Monday and you're like, I got to run out and get a kid. And I'm like, mine are out of school today. Like catch you when I can. But Mm -hmm. I I think you do such an amazing job. Be, I mean, this is true coaching. It's like letting people be the expert of their own lives and saying like, maybe you'll mess up or maybe you'll make a mistake, but that's just going to guide us to the next thing anyway. So Mm -hmm. take the pressure off. That's true. And you leave a lot of room for mistakes. Like you are that person who's like, oh, you, well, sometimes I think it's a mistake. You're like, oh no, like we can work with this. And I'm like, oh, can we? Like we can work with this. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think I've ever gotten like upset about anything. Cause I'm like, if I give you the autonomy in your role, which I would say it's the same from coach to client. Yeah. And then if something doesn't work out the way that we hoped or we planned or we predicted, cool. We learned a lesson a lot faster than not making a decision at all. This is true. This is true. This is so, true. yeah, yeah. I think I parent that way a little bit too. I'm like, get out there, and then I'm like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my own like personal uh, like a mastermind that I'm a part of this morning, and this older woman who I look up to so much. She said I was talking a little bit about my commitments, and I'm like, I don't want to yell. Like mm-hmm. I'm a like I've come up become a little bit of a yeller in the home, and she was like. She actually doesn't have children, but she brought up this concept of natural consequences. (laughs) And she's like, you know, sometimes as humans, we just need to deal with the natural consequences. It's not about you yelling, but it's like if your kids fail to put their shoes on, well, their feet are going to get dirty or they're going to get cold or their teacher is not going to let them come into class. And I'm like, first of all, we're not dealing with that, but I'll hide a pair in the back. And, you know, (laughs) but she brought this up. And I think that sometimes like that's okay to also experience in business. Like sometimes you're not going to make the right choice. Sometimes you're, Mm. you're not going to do things and they're going to work out exactly how you want. And there's going to be natural consequences, but regardless, it wouldn't make a difference if I yelled or got mad, the consequence would still be there. So why not just learn it a little bit of more natural way? I like that. I like, like, I like that a lot. 
Well, I really thank you for being here. So like I mentioned, Charisma is our new coach. But I mean, I would say like contact Charisma for literally anything because she can help you enroll in coach training. <laughs> she can help you with the scholarship. She can help you set up your business. She's a PC, ICF PCC mentor coach. So if you need those hours for the ICF, she's really encompasses everything you would need if you want to be an excellent coach. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. And, and I love all aspects of it too. So like, yeah. Girl, one day I was like, I don't even know if she's going to want to be the training director anymore. She loves coaching so much. <laughs> you know, I was, I was always, because you're always like, well, let's go ahead and we can do this. I'm like, I want to be in the classroom. I want to do the mentor coaching. Like, I love coaching. Like, coaching is, I don't know what I would do. Like, I mean, I love training, I love being a training director and building up people and all of that. But like, I always want to remain in the classroom, remain in mentor coaching. And I feel like there's something, you know, when you, I always think about, when you work at places and then someone like removes themselves and they're so far removed, I never want to be so far removed. Yeah. Where, like I forget about like what it's like to be there. And I feel like that yeah, what helps me even, even be able to relate to the, the trainers and the mentor coaches because I'm still doing it with them. And I love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love that too. And I've always compared this role inside of IGC as like the principal, but you are not the principal that sits in their office Mm-mm. and, you know, hosts one monthly staff meeting. Like you're the principal that's like in the classroom with the students teaching a guest lesson, like very curious, very interested in what every single person's doing. You know, every student's name. And I think, you know, I see things from an education lens and I know you worked in education Mm -hmm. or higher education as well. So it's like easy for us to wrap our head around, you know, how IGC is structured in that way. And I just think that your leadership, whether it's in IGC or anywhere, would just create such an environment of success and love. And I really also just want to take a minute to thank you for that. Thank you, Liv. Thank you for, thank you for, um, what I was say, acknowledging me. I remember when acknowledging yes. me, it feels so icky for me. Like I used to be like, oh, I'm going to, but I love that. Thank you so much. And I just want to acknowledge you too, because I feel like you and Katie have cultivated a space that wants, like people want to stay in, people want to come back. And that's not always an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing to do. If I'm honest, like mm-hmm. you've been in space, it's like, oh, that was great. I won't go back there. <laughs> Got what I needed. See you later. Right. So I just acknowledge you too. And just for, you know, who you are and how you are show up in this space as well. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. for. We're going to put all of Charisma's uh, contact info in the show notes. So if you just need to talk to her, like I do literally every day, I love when you text me like, we haven't talked today. Hello, <laughs> how are you doing? But- We'll put all of her info in there and thank you for being there and ultimately, you know, creating such a great space for all of our future coaches. Thank you, Liv. Awesome. All right. Bye, everybody. Let's face it. The world needs you and your clients are waiting. This is the year you make it happen and become a six-figure certified coach doing exactly what you were called to do. If you loved this episode, give us a five-star review and share it with someone else who's ready to make moves and answer their calling. We can't wait to see you next week and help you make your first or your next six figures as a certified coach.